Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. Hello, I'm Victoria, and welcome to this episode of The Best Guest Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about 10 podcast pitch mistakes to avoid. The purpose of this episode is absolutely not to shame anyone. It's to help you to get better results from your pitches. I mean, let's face it, if you're going to invest the time it takes to send out 50 pitches, you want to make sure you're getting the maximum number of yeses possible. Everyone, of course, is going to have their own pet peeves. As the saying goes, you're not going to be able to please all the people all of the time. So it's really important that you don't let the fear of getting it wrong lead to procrastination. That said, we've put together a list of some of the most common gripes we've heard from hosts about pitching. Iron them out and watch your results rocket. Okay, are you ready? Number one, saying you've listened to the show when you've obviously just picked something vague out of the show notes. I've heard a couple of hosts complain about this. It's even worse than saying you haven't listened. Not that you should do that either. The point is you actually need to listen to the show. For one, you want to make sure that it's a good fit for you, that you like the style, you like the content, and you feel that you have something to add. So this is really essential. Number two, starting each paragraph with I and solely talking about how fantastic you are. There's a host we work with who says on her website that if all your paragraphs in your pitch start with I, it will be an automatic no from her. Instead, suggest how you will be able to add value to the host's audience with some topic suggestions. Respect the fact that the host has put effort and spent money growing their audience. By welcoming you onto their show, they're putting a certain level of trust in you. They're providing you with a tacit endorsement to their listeners. If they don't know you from Adam, you need to demonstrate even more that you want success for them as well. You're not just a taker. And one way you can do this is to let the host know that if you're a guest, you'll share the episode on your platforms when it goes live down the line. Another nice touch is to leave five stars on iTunes with a review and let the host know that you've done this before you pitch or even attach the review to the pitch. Number three, do not send a pitch that's vague and wishy-washy. You want to let the host know that you understand who their listeners are. You want to show that you're familiar with other episodes they've published and where an episode with you could fit into what they've already done. So suggest some topics you could talk about and again, be specific. If you're a mindset coach, don't just say mindset. How can you expand on this? What question can you answer for listeners around mindset that's different from other mindset episodes the host has already done? You could even suggest a title for the episode. Make it as easy as possible for a host to say yes. Number four, and this probably should have come as number one, but do not get the host's name wrong. More haste 
less speed. I know this seems really basic, but it is an easy mistake to make. Unfortunately, it's also one of the most costly that you could make. It's the quickest way to make a host stop reading your pitch. It's something that can happen if your copy you're pasting or perhaps Gmail auto adds the name for you, or you're just in a rush. So slow down and take your time. It's better to spend a little longer and get it right. Number five, don't pitch to a show that doesn't have guests or to a show that only has women, for example. Again, this is easily done if you're rushing and aren't taking time to look down the episodes of the show and to listen to it. When you're researching shows, you need to be sure of the format. If it has guests, the title of the episodes will often say with so-and-so, for example, on the best guest, ours are formatted like, for example, episode 52 is called Rewild Yourself with Ellen Sentier. However, sometimes you'll have to dig a little deeper into the descriptions and, of course, listen in. Not only is pitching to shows that don't have guests a waste of your precious time, but you also might receive the odd rude response from hosts, especially if you've claimed to be a listener of the show. Number six, don't pitch to a show that's not recording anymore. Pod fade is real, people. Pay attention to the publishing pattern of the episodes and especially the date the last episode went live. Pod fade is when a host stops their show abruptly. However, some podcasts record in a series or others will announce that they're taking a break. So when carrying out your research, look out for this. Don't waste your time pitching shows that aren't recording. If they record in series, mention that you know series three has ended, but ask to be considered for the next series. Show that you are paying attention and you've taken time to listen. Number seven, be specific. Earlier, we mentioned that it's important to get the host's name correct, but you also want to identify the podcast you're pitching to. Use the show name in your pitch, or if you're sending an email, mention it in the subject line. This is important because some hosts have more than one show. So don't be generic. Don't say, oh, I'd love to be a guest on any of your shows or your shows. You want to talk about what you could add to a specific show. Give the host an idea of what having you on an episode could look like. Number eight, don't ignore how hosts asked to be pitched to. Some hosts will make it clear how they want to receive pitches. Some will put a note on their website and others might say on their episodes. So keep your eyes and your ears open. Your pitch is going to land much better if you've taken the time to approach a host in the way they've requested. Number nine, don't go on and on and on and bore the host. There's a balance, of course, between not giving enough information and writing a whole essay. And hosts are different with different preferences. So, as we said in number eight, pay attention if they've said how they would like to be pitched to. Otherwise, just do your best to keep your pitch length down and don't make it excessive. Obviously, you want to include the, the essentials, what you connected with in the podcast. If you left a review, you're going to want to let them know that you understand who their audience is. You have to include a paragraph about yourself and include topics you could talk about, and how you will promote the episode when it goes live. 
Number 10, do not follow up aggressively, but do follow up. No one is going to appreciate a rude or aggressive follow-up. I'm sure you've received plenty of them. Maybe not from people wanting to be a guest on your podcast, but we all know those kind of salesy emails that arrive in our inbox. So don't be one of those people. Do not follow up in a way that's rude or could cause offence. One way you can follow up is to offer extra information about yourself. For example, if you didn't attach your one sheet or a link to your media kit, you could do this in a follow-up. Or you could just keep your follow-up light and short. So that's the 10 points. Now there's something I want you to be aware of when you're pitching. Sometimes you can do absolutely everything right, but the show is just booked up. Or the host doesn't feel that you are the best fit. And you can only control so much. But by putting effort into your outreach, you are going to stack the odds in your favour. So good luck. If you want to be a guest on podcasts, but would rather not do all the pitching yourself, this is what we do. You can email us at podcast at victoriabenyon.com for some further information about our services. And if you found today's episode useful, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it with a friend who might benefit. And if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. And remember that with visibility comes opportunity. I'll talk to you again next week. Visit www.victoriabenyon.com to book a free podcast guesting strategy session with one of our team. Using the information you provide when you book, we'll get to know you and your business better so you get the most value from your strategy call. You will come away from this 30-minute session with huge value. We'll share our top tips for being a podcast guest and up to five suggestions of perfect fit podcasts you can approach. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.